And welcome into another episode of the Sick Pod with Draft Vogel and John Vogel, your host, and Mark Jarvis, Justin Gamble, as always, waiting in the wings. And uh, got a little bit of trivia here and cooked up. Gam's going to try to stump us. I'm going to wish him the best of luck in that. But first, Shane, back in the studio. Let's get this thing rolling. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Draft Vogel. With the first pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The first pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. With the first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. The sickest NFL Draft show. It's gonna be sick. And your favorite NFL draft show is back, right? I think that's what it is. It's the sickest at the very least, and it is brought to you by DraftKings. College football fans, the championship is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook is making sure you could throw down on the Epic Showdown for a shot at big bucks. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting $5 on the championship game. Download the app now and use the code SICKSPORTS. Sick Sports, just like Sick Podcast. News customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code 6SPORTS, the crown is yours. And with that being said, the crowns are being put on Mark Jarvis and Justin Gamble. And guys, um, pardon my dipping habit. I picked it up again. And I, I remember I went to the Combine last year. It's last year now that I went to Combine. Because uh, it's 2024. Hey! Happy 2024, guys. Made it. And, yeah, we survived another year. It's crazy. And uh, I remember going there and being like, I'm going to be the only motherfucker that's going to be sitting here dipping. And I got to these bars and stuff, and every single scalp. <laughs> yeah, I'm there's like, spinners okay, all over the place. I'm, yeah. I'm at home, baby. <laughs> I'm at home. I'm with my people, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember going to what? Uh, what was the... What's the bar that's uh, there's like the, they have all the college flags at when you're in Indianapolis, right oh, across from the crap. Oh, this is my brain, so I'm still concussed. So, uh, but anyway, I went there to do a bunch of work with Rick Saratella and some of the other guys I was working with the Draft Bible. And was it Brick Yard? I don't know. If, uh, brick House, cool. Brick House, something like that. The Tow Yard, but that's not it. The Tow Yard shut; it closed down. But it's something different. But yeah, I remember like I was like I sat down, got a beer. And I look around and I'm like, what are all these empty water bottles? And there's like a little bit of brown. And I'm like, everyone here is chewing and just setting it on the counter. No one's even trying to hide it. But I'm like, you know, Kanban brings in enough money. I think the bars can can handle us being disgusting there for a week. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Debaucherous place. Hey, St. Elmo's makes more money the Combine week, I guarantee it, than any other week. Yep. They are packed. Wild like, place. Reservations through the entire week. You can't get a seat yeah. in there. And that speakeasy upstairs gets nuts. Woo, oh. Yeah. And and Prime 40, Prime 45, they're on the corner after midnight. That place. Fun. I don't know if I've been there. Oh, dude. If you make it to the combine this year, we got to go. What's the Irish bar? There's the Irish bar. I went there. Kilroy's. Was... Yeah, Kilroy's. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man. That place wonderful is Wonderful time. That, so wonderful Kilroy's, time. you go to Kilroy's like before <laughs> midnight. And you leave there like 11. And then you go to Prime 45. And I mean... Problem 45, you can't even walk through the place Oof. after Wednesday night. I think I closed down Kilroy's one night. but I bet you did. It was a disaster. I'm sure yeah. I did. I did. So uh, I understand you have some trivia for us. 
yeah, I'm here to stump you, smart minds, mm. if that's possible. Jarvis, Jarvis has probably got a better shot at this than I do. Jarvis is, uh, yeah, he's eyeing me like uh, he knows. How are, we, how are we doing this? Are we doing like, oh, hey, however, however has it first, like Jeopardy style buzzer? Or... <laughs> yes. Okay. Or you can collaborate on these answers because I, I don't. I feel like they're not the easiest things. I tried to make them a little obscure with some of these players and stuff. So maybe, oh boy. you know, just however we can accomplish the answers, let's do it. Because I just I want to see more so if I'm stupid and like these were tough questions for me, <laughs> or like you you know, or this is good for everybody. So, all right, let's go um, round one. What you got? Okay, round one. First question. Uh, so 2019 draft. Not a lot of good DBs in that draft, but it gave us Jamel Dean, CJ Gardner-Johnson, I believe Julian Love. Only three defensive backs were taken that year in round one. Who were they? And don't Google it, John. I ain't Googling it. Okay. I'm so three, three defensive backs were taken in 2019, the CJ Gardner-Johnson, Jamel Dean, Julian Love year. Who were they? I'll give you a hint. Two of the three were safeties, not even corners. Darnell Savage won. Darnell Savage was number one. Yes. This is a tough question for me because you know what I was doing in 2019 during the draft. I have, I, I almost said graduating com, basic combat training. So like, <laughs> like I got the first, I got the first four picks, and then I had to turn my phone in. <laughs> yeah, this, this might not be for you, pal. I'll give you some hit. All right, so yeah, like I said, two of the three are safeties. Well, Chauncey Gardner Johnson was second round pick, was he not, Jarvis? Oh, I think he was like fourth, right? He, he, oh, he, he fell a little bit. Yeah, he slid. Because he mm -hmm. I like went to basic middle of February, like right after the Super Bowl. So I, I had missed that entire process. So Jarvis got Darnell Savage. The other two defensive backs taken around one were both from the SEC. SEC backs in 2019. SEC. And I'll say this. Neither of them are good. <laughs> yeah. Neither. Feels obscure. Uh, man. One of them is a corner who pretty much busted right away. Uh, also got into a little bit of legal trouble. The other one is a safety who still plays, but he's basically a bad Keanu Neal clone. It's not helping me. <laughs> I'm lost <laughs> on this one. Yeah, that was a bad year for me because I did like 50 reports that year because I was all focused on doing cut-ups. Um, <laughs> I think because my thought goes to that was the year the draft network was really big. Yeah, I was trying to think of guys that they had covered that I might not have seen that were up there yeah. pretty early. Uh, can we get a round range, or oh, not so round? Uh, like a, a pick, pick range. range. Uh, both these guys were back third of the first round. Back third of the first round. Pretty yeah. sure. I know the corner. Yeah, was. Mark, you're on your own on this one. I'm lost. So the I can't remember that far. Is from the south. Well, I already said SEC. Uh, Mississippi State. Jonathan Abram. Jonathan Abram. Oh shoot! Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Oakland or and I don't so, think they're in Vegas yet. Yeah, Mike Vegas. Mayock. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then the corner, undersized, a little slow, not great tape, but he kind of got some turnovers here and there in college, so it made him look better. But this guy should have never been around one pick. I think it was just there was no one great in this class. So this corner somehow made it into round one. And, and you said he's SEC. He's SEC as well from a power. SEC East. Don't know because I don't know that stuff. From it, <laughs> I probably won't be able to get it unless I get it. LSU? Nope. Georgia. No, not LSU. Georgia. Georgia. So East. Yeah, East. Shoot, man. See, this is the problem being the only SEC person in the podcast. 
I'm trying to think what they got run like four five four. I think it was in like the four sixes. Four sixes. He was yeah, slow. He wasn't big. I can't remember. Stokes. Yeah, was it Eric Stokes. No, it was the year nope. before. Stokes' oh. Campbell draft too. That was I think yeah. twenty one. And Stokes was fast. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tap out on this one. I think I think I'm you out of me. ideas here. You got us. You're, you ready for a name you haven't heard in a while? DeAndre Baker. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah. DeAndre. Yeah, Baker. that's right. DeAndre I, Baker. I yeah. was looking at this class list. Giants, draft, right? Draft history. Yeah. yeah and I was like, dude, that's this right. is the worst class. <laughs> Those are the three round one. That was probably the best these. year to go to basic. Though. You said back first. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm, these guys must have been really rough that year. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't even know where Baker's at now. Is he in the league? At I least. don't think Probably. he's in the league. He had a bunch of so. off-field stuff. Yep. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, Round two. So that's what kind of questions we're getting after. Stumped us. I didn't I like it. Bad. I didn't do too bad. All right. 2013 was the Lane Johnson year. Obvious oh my Hall god. Famer, <laughs> probably best. You know, deep best cut. defensive tackle forever. Yeah. Uh, he was the third offensive tackle taken that year. Do you know who the two were that went ahead of him? Fisher, Fisher Jokel. Nice. Jokel. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's too fast. Yeah. Uh, Jokel was from Texas A&M, right? Yeah. yeah. Who yep. drafted him? I didn't even realize that. Jaguars, right? No, it was the Falcons. Uh, no, it was Jaguars, I believe. Jaguars. Jake, Jaguars. Jake Matthews yeah. was the Falcons. Jake Matthews was the Falcons one. And, that, like, and then the Fisher went year. one to the Chiefs. He did. Out of what? Central Michigan? Central, Central Michigan. Michigan. Yep. Yeah. Had a big senior bowl. We're killing it. Out of fixing. All right. Question number three. Uh, the last. So I was thinking about this because this year might be we might see a first round Clemson linebacker, maybe whether it's Trotter or the or Carter. I Bar- doubt it. Carter's Carter. going back. Carter's going back. That would have been my, my oh, okay. pick for it. But OK, well, then, yeah, Trotter's not going yeah. first round. No, he's, he's too small, <laughs> too small. OK, so other than Isaiah Simmons, who was the last Clemson off ball linebacker to go round one? Uh, so f- I'm gonna mess up the name. Stephon Anthony, Saints oh, that pick. Was fast. Yeah. Dang that was man, fast. bro. Yeah. 2015. 2015. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there. I was. I was thinking up, and I was like, no. Trying to think. Oh, like, that, oh, that reminds me. Um, who was that guy that went? He he got a bunch of hype, and then fell all the way to UDFA. He was a linebacker out of there. He was wasn't he that the like dirty a guy. Three. Oh, the dirty uh, guy, right? Like like the guy that like grabbed Lamar's face mask and the white guy, oh, right? No, yeah. not Bulware. Not Bulware. is a different guy. Oh, uh, he declared his underclassman. Oh, I feel like I know what he's talking about, but I don't. Yeah, I can. I can have think. The name twenty like Clemson. right there, in, probably in the twenty nineteen range, right? It was like eight nineteen. Yeah, it was, 19, it, was, it was for COVID. I think it was eighteen yeah. or nineteen. He won a national championship with them, right? With Deshaun Watson. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's that guy's name? There was a lot. Of, I remember. I remember there being oh. a guy that had a lot of hype out of Clemson. <laughs> Yeah, and then we we're like, but he can't run or cover. How's he? And then yeah, sure enough, he... and then sure enough, he fell. <laughs> Do you want no, me to Jarvis. wait on you guys to figure that out? Or no, no, no. Just, just it bring it. I'll just, I'll yeah, just bring it. it out there. Let me see. Yeah, I'll, I'll see, when I see the name, I'll, I'll, I'll recognize it. Trey Lamar. Oh he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big dude, six six four, two fifty three. Ran a five hundred one. Yeah. What was that about? Why? What happened with him? He ran a five hundred one. Yeah, ran a five hundred one. <laughs> Oh, duh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. What, what was? Why did he look fast on tape sometimes? What was his deal? I remember not liking his tape, but I remember thinking like, ah, he's probably more athletic than I'm giving him credit for, and then he was less. I just never understood that whole eval. And it was no, like I just he thought he was bad. I thought he just got that hype of being a good, like a player on a good team. So he's a junior, so it's like, yeah. oh yeah, he's you know playing for the national championship. Cool. 
let's go ahead and just put him in second round of the mock. Yeah. Without really, <laughs> yeah, you know. without really looking at him. Don't oh, yeah. Five flat, it's over, you know. Star linebacker. Oh, man. National championship. Yep. All right. I'm going to give you a bunch of names. I think 12, 13 names. Okay. Uh, find the first rounder or first rounders. Okay. Okay. See if you can pick out who was first rounders. Ronald Darby. Xavier McKinney. Preston Smith, Cam Robinson, Forrest Lamp, Xavier Howard, Landon Collins, Greg Little, Jalen Smith, Mike Hughes, Eric McCoy, Charles Harris. I think I got three. Collins was first round pick, 25th overall. Xavier Collins. I said Landon Collins. Yeah. Oh, why was I thinking Zavin? Zavin I know Mike. Zavian Howard and Landon Collins. Oh. Yeah. I know Mike Hughes for sure is one. Eric McCoy is another one, right? So Charles, Mike Hughes, Charles Harris was too. Mike Hughes is was a first rounder out of UCF in 2018. Eric McCoy was the second rounder to the Saints. Okay. I must have been thinking of Ruiz. Yeah. Charles Harris was a first Charles rounder. Charles Harris went 22nd overall to the Dolphins. Yep. Any other first rounders in there? Xavier Howard. I don't think. I don't think Xavier Howard, Howard get up there. I thought he might have been a late one. No, Jalen Smith did not go first round either. Because yeah. I know that he went second. He was supposed to go first. He had that injury late in the process. Uh, Ronald Darby, Xavier McKinney, Preston Smith, Cam Robinson, Forrest Lamp, Greg Little, Jalen Smith. Cam uh, Robinson was the first pick of the second round, I do believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like what you did here. You you picked a lot of these like early second rounders. Yeah, just like, like we're like, remember like throwing the around names. as first rounders. Yeah, they're all guys who were like mocked in round one, like yep. consensus. A lot of them. So, all right. Mm. So, who were the first rounders then? Like, give me the answers one more time, just so I can. Uh... Well, we know Charles Harris. We know okay. that we, we you said um, the corner out of UCF. Mike, Hughes. Mike Hughes. Yeah. Were there any um, others? Give me that. Give me that first name again. Ronald Darby, Xavier McKinney, Preston no, Smith. No. McKinney, McKinney was early second round two. I'm gonna say no on Darby. Okay, Darby was not. Yep, he was the second rounder. So after McKinney, what's the name? Uh, Preston Smith. I don't think he was. He was second rounder. You sure about that? I'm pretty no. sure. You're right. I'm gonna say he yeah. A, he was the second rounder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forrest Lamp. Remember I him? I think he was 36th overall. Yeah, he was. He was a second rounder as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Little. Nope, second round. Panthers yep. pick. Landon Collins, Alabama. Giants pick second round, right? Yeah, he was the first pick of the second round, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there was just two. Mike Hughes oh, and no. Charles Harris. Mark Hugh, Mike Hughes and Charles Harris. <laughs> Wanted to see if I'd get that it. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Well, I w- yeah, I know. I was looking through the names. I was like, shit, did I write these down right? No, but I wrote them all down where they went. And they're all <laughs> Yeah, because I thought you said Zayvon Collins. I was thinking that linebacker out of Tulsa that Arizona took. And then yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, Is he- Landon Collins. Yeah. He's an edge rusher now, right? I think he plays more edge, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Which made more sense time. when you especially yeah. when you saw how he kind of played. But and just look at him once. Just edge rusher. Like an edge rusher. Yep. <laughs> all right. Next question. Name this player. All right. Uh I'll start giving you some information. Let me know if you need more hints. I wrote down a bunch of crap. And we'll okay. see if you can guess who this guy is. He is was right a alleyway. He was the he was in 2016. He was a 2016 draft pick. He ran a 4-3-4, 35-5 vert, 
10-9 broad, a former wide receiver turned safety slash corner, but mostly safety. He was the 57th overall pick in 2016. This is probably a name you haven't heard in a while. I'm but trying to remember that class. He's a big dude. 4-3-4. So 2016 was Elliott, Goff, Wentz, right? I believe so. Let me see. Wait, I'm going to look up what he measured in that. Just so I can give you one more hint. Former running back turned line turned corner safety. Former wide receiver, wide receiver turned safety. Wide receiver. Okay. Safety. Wide receiver turned safety. Um, mm. 57th overall. 57th overall in 2016. Let's see. He measured in 6'2, 209. 6'2-209. You got any idea on this one, Jarvis? I think I'm stumped. So he played in the NFL for the Colts, the Seahawks, the Saints, the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Texans. He is currently on the Memphis Showboats in the USFL. UFL. TJ Green? You TJ Green. Holy TJ oh, Green. Goodness. Swish. Jarvis out of nowhere. TJ Green. Dang. Yep. I remember like I don't know if I watched him. So much. I didn't. Such an athlete, dude. <laughs> He, I remember he was so hyped as an athlete, and that's what pushed he him up. And then crazy. he went to the Colts, and he did like nothing there when he got yeah. there. He was a lot like that kid out of Arizona, like Dane Dane Krukshank, just a freak. And Obi Melifonwu, kind of yeah. that clone. My brain went to Melifonwu because I knew he was a tester like that. And I was waiting, like, hmm, how big is this guy? So that was hoping and then you said 35 and a half vert. And I'm like, Melifonwu jumped like 40-something. He jumped like 97. Yeah, he was <laughs> out of the gym. Yeah, he's killing it now. G- good for you, Jarvis. Wasn't sure anyone would get that because I was like – that's, that's yeah. just I, I, before like 2018 i'm gonna be a little bit more limited um yeah. but after like 2019 had a rough year and then anything since then you could throw any 2020 2023 and i should be fine you killed it <laughs> all right i got a, a different type of question here okay i'm gonna name five guys tell me who was the highest draft pick and see if you can guess what slot he went laramie tunsil christian derisaw andres Eric Flowers and Andre Dillard, five offensive tackles currently in the NFL. Okay, so Eric Flowers. Give me that fourth name again. Okay, so Laramie Tunsil, Christian Derisaw, Andres Pete, Eric Flowers, Andre Dillard. Okay, so Flowers. You he it's not Flowers. It's Tunsil. He went thirteenth. Tunsil did go thirteenth, but he's not the highest on this list. Flowers at like 10 to 12, right? Pete was more mid-late one, right? Andres Pete, also like Laramie Tunsil, went 13th overall. Eric Flowers did not go between between 10 and 12. I'll say that. You got Christian Derisaw, Andre Dillard, Eric Flowers left. Tunsil and Pete went 13th Well, Derisaw went early to the Chargers too. Do you not? No, Derisaw went 23rd to the Vikings. Vikings. Oh, Vikings. Okay. Dillard went like 16 or 15 to the Eagles. So Flowers Andre, must have gone what? If he he didn't go top ten, I don't think Flowers. Under Dillard went twenty second. Eric Flowers did go top ten. Oh, he did. So, okay, so I got Eric, that part right. Yeah, so Eric Flowers out of all five of these guys went ninth overall. Tunsil and Pete went thirteenth. Dillard went twenty second. Christian Derisaw went all the way at twenty three. For some reason, I thought Pete was taken later. And 13th, which is interesting. I did too. Yeah, this was when I was doing this. I was like, That's why I was thinking. I was thinking Flowers was like 20 for some reason, but maybe he, I'm he might have been mixing my projections up with what actually he came happened. out of Miami, right? Did he transfer yeah. from somewhere to Miami or is he just Miami? 
It was just in Miami, right? I think it was just Miami. I swear to God, it was Miami. Okay. Interesting. Well, I got him yeah. number one first, but I missed on the. I thought he. I thought he was in the double digits. I didn't realize he got down to nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of blowing my mind that he's all the way at nine right now. <laughs> I remember him. Okay. Uh, I got two more. Well, I got I got one more big question, then a few bonus questions, kind of add on to it. And this is because Washington made it to the national championship. So these are Washington questions. I was going to do Michigan, but I feel like our minds are too fresh on Michigan stuff. So I wanted to see what we remembered about the Washington's past. Okay. Because uh, this year, I think Washington might have a few first-round picks. They're probably going to have Odunze, maybe Polk, uh, maybe Penix, maybe Braylon Trice, maybe the corner. I'm just Jabbar Muhammad. Maybes, maybes. But do you guys remember the last five first-rounders for Washington? Dating back to 2017, since 2017, they've had five first rounders. And so in 2017, that was the year that they made the playoff run. So Jake Browning was their quarterback that year. Yep. 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 And Browning was definitely not first round. Definitely not a first rounder. <laughs> I'm going to type them into the chat so I can memorize which ones I've hit already. I know Caleb McGarry's one. He was like 30th to the Falcons. Caleb McGarry was a first round pick in 2019. Yes, sir. Uh, Joe Tryon, back yeah. of one to the yeah. Bucks. Joe Tryon was in 2021 to the Bucks. Mm -hmm. Buddha was not. Buddha was an early two. Because mm -hmm. I know you're probably, probably went there, John. Buddha mm -hmm. was a second rounder. Yep, he was. Hmm. Tryon and McGarry. So you need one in 2017. There was one in 2018. <clears throat> Oh, um, uh, Levi uh, on Muzurike. No, no, he was early. No, was, no, uh, early too. He was the second. Round. Oh, Kansas Danny. Uh, Danny Shelton's way back. Danny Shelton's 2013. He's way back. Something like Can that. There's Kansas City took one out of a corner a couple years ago out of Washington. I can't remember which one it was. Marcus Peters. <coughs> I thought he was 16. That was too far back, too. No, 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 no. This is the last couple of years. McDuff uh, yeah. McDuffie. McDuffie. Trent McDuffie in 2022 was one of them. Yeah. So now you got two two left. Yeah, 2018 and 2017. There was one each year. Mm. Mm. 2017. I'm just trying to Vita remember. Those. Vita Vea. There you go. Yep. And then 2018. So 20, no, 20, that was 2018. So 2017. Oh, that was 2018. Okay. Yeah, 2017, there was a first-round pick. I'm trying to think who was good back run. Then. Do you remember who was on that playoff team that went first round? I remember sitting down. John Ross. John Ross. John Ross. Damn. The John Ross. Oh high. my God. That's right. He was. He went like top ten, didn't he? Not like eighth overall. Yeah, he went like ninth. ninth I thought. Yeah, ninth. <laughs> yeah. Only to never be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cincinnati took him right, and he yep. got hurt, and then he just he went to the Giants for a year. Yes, sir. All right. I think that was uh, last year. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Is he on their team still? Why do they so, just keep no. grabbing random small receivers? Well, because they went, they went, they got um, Hyatt to replace him out of Tennessee. Yeah, that's been okay. He's kind of come on the last few weeks. Yeah, he's looked mm -hmm. better. I think you're right, on. So let's, see, well, get, let's get okay. into bonus questions. Sorry, two bonus questions. In 2015, they had three first round picks. Who were those guys? You already said one. You said Danny Shelton. Oh, well, they had two. There's, there's two more that year. Yeah, 
I think Jarvis said one other one already too. Was Marcus Peters one of them? Marcus Peters was the other one. Can you guess the third first round pick of 2015 on the Washington Husky squad? Mm. Linebacker. This is an obscure one, isn't it? This is like a guy that did not pan out. No, this guy's been fantastic his whole career. He's been really? so good. Yes, I know, and I never think about him as a player or anything. Like I, I he's the weirdest player because he's been almost elite his whole career, and he's and played not, with some it, really good players. It's not Anzalone because he's Florida. Florida, nope. yeah, yeah. That's because that's where my mind went. Was he a pass rushing outside linebacker or is he off ball? He's an outside backer, but he's an off ball. He's been exclusively off ball. This is somebody that we're going to like not associate with Washington somehow. Yep. He's played with, uh, let's see, Luke Keekley. He's played, I'm trying to not give too many hints here. So uh, Carolina Jack, Panthers. Shaq, what's his name? <laughs> Shaq Thompson? Who? Shaq Thompson? Thompson? Shaq Thompson. Wow. Shaq Thompson. He's still, the, he's still in the NFL. He's still good. Yeah, he is. Just, oh, nice. I don't know yeah, he why is. he's never been. A thing. That's right. Anyway. Yeah, and I remember that. I remember. Okay. All right, and this last question is in honor of us talking about the uh, All-Star Circuit and the Senior and the Shrine Bowl, all that cool stuff. And I remember watching this guy on TV a long time ago. 2013, there was a Senior Bowl defensive back out of Washington who went round one. Do you know who that is? I think Bloodlines. Bloodlines, baby. He was the defensive back at the there senior bowl. At so many weird ones in 13 because it was such a weird class. Yeah. His daddy was a was a big time player too. Out of Washington, 2013, first round. Mm. Defensive back. His dad was a big time corner. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't remember who his dad played for. I think I remember one of the teams. So I think this kid was drafted by the Falcons. I want to say. Wait, they draft. That's tough because they drafted a first and a second. They were both DBs that year. Yeah. I think. And I can this. this I can. This I can kid, see the face of the second round one. Yeah. So this kid, his whole thing at the Senior Bowl this year or that year in 2013, he was battling it up with Marcus Wheaton. The whole time, those two were just fighting back and forth. Remember Marcus Wheaton, who got drafted by the Steelers, I believe? Yeah. This kid and him were just battling the entire time. And Wheaton ended up going, I think, second round. But this defensive back went first. His uh, initials are DT. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Desmond. Desmond Trufant. Trufant? Desmond Trufant. Oh, my God, man. All I haven't thought about him in a while. 2013. Yep. Yep. That was Washington before I was even paying attention to the senior bowl was the problem with that question. Yeah. I figured I just wanted to see if we knew any history of some of that stuff. I just I don't even remember following the following the senior bowl. I just remember watching it on TV and being like, This is sick. And him and Marcus Wheaton were probably doing a little too much for TV, but uh <laughs> yeah. But he became a good player. He became a good player for a while. Interesting. Anyway, that concludes my trivia for the night. Fantastic. Thank you for indulging me. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Thanks, guys. And Jarvis over there just Jarvis schooling everybody. It. Yeah, yeah Jarvis I, I was I'm surprised not, I did. Okay. I'm not good. I'm not good at trivia. He says, "Oh, I'm not." I'm, I, now, Vogel, you're probably going to no. I thought it was going to be like, "Oh, this guy's stats or this and that." When they get in the league, I didn't realize it was going to be purely like where to go in the draft because I can. Yeah, that one. That stuff's pretty memorable. Nerd. 
If you would have gone like 2020 through like last year, dude, any of those questions, I would, I'd be even faster getting those. I'm glad I I tried to stay away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back a little bit and see if we can stump. Get it. Stay away from the recency bias. I get it. (laughs) We're on on the sick podcast, Drive Bogle. We talk about biases all the time. Thanks to Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for letting me have that. that was well, fun. I think that's when we're about at the time limit. So, any hot takes before we wrap this thing up? Um, I do want to. I, I was. Just, I mean, I hate to bring up this, but I was listening to uh, the Move the Sticks podcast the other day, and it finally came around. I mean, we've talked about this so much on this podcast. Is Marvin Harrison Jr. wide receiver one? Blah 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 blah. Daniel Jeremiah said, I have the I have identical grades on Romo Dunze and Marvin Harrison Jr. He even went as far as to say, oh, Dunze is more explosive. He has a little more snap, a little more whip to his movements. He gets out of his breaks a little easier. He's a different type of player. He compared him to Jamar Chase while comparing Marvin Harrison Jr. to Larry Fitzgerald. But I just thought it was kind of funny because, oh, like I said, we I've tweeted about it. We've had this talk a few times. Like it's gonna get to that point where yeah. we're not crazy and we've hit that point. And he said, um, those two and Malik neighbors just ride under them. Um, and you know, like we've said, those are our top three, but it has it's reached that point where we have we have a big analyst finally saying, All right, maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. is not gonna be the first wide receiver taken. There's a chance because there's some other ones that are just as good. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm happy that happened. <laughs> You're vindicated finally. Yeah, I feel a little better. I feel a little better for. <laughs> I'll say that I'll I'll give you a hot take, and I might have said this on the show before, but I'm going to clarify it. So I think, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is the first wide receiver taken off the board, but I don't think he's a number one. I think he's the first one off the board because I think Chicago is going to target him to be their number two to DJ Moore, and he'll be elite. He'll be elite as a wide receiver too. But if you draft him to be your number one, good luck. I wish you the best. And and do you say that just because of the way we've kind of talked about how uh, maybe he doesn't share that same demeanor that maybe Odunze does or like does Brian? Odunze is a one, right? Yeah, I think Odunze is clearly a one. He'll be like, I know that you, I know that he said Jamar Chase. I think more like Diggs ish when I watch Odunze. You know, so Stephon Diggs. That's what I kind of see more. But he's a number. He's a one receiver. He yeah. he can dictate coverages. He can demand that type of attention. Harrison just lacks that physical edge to me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Where yeah, there the one rep that is like imprinted terribly in my mind is that rep where he should have contested that interception against Michigan and Sainer still takes it back for a touchdown and he just stands there and watches him. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a number one receiver. And that yeah. that kind of attitude is all over his tape to me, you know. And so I just don't think I think that if you make him a two, and you got a one that can attract the attention like DJ Moore at Chicago, now you put a Harrison on the other side, he's got a chance to put up some huge numbers. It's a, it's a Calvin Ridley type situation, you know, where yeah, Harrison, Harrison has all the talent in the world, but he's just not a one. He doesn't dictate that. You know, so Ridley was the same way. Ridley is still one of the best route runners I've ever evaluated. Mm-hmm. But he just he's not a one. He needs another guy on the other side, and he's really your second option. And he'll be elite doing that. I think we talk about presence a lot. Like, can you feel him? Do you feel his presence when he's on the field? And I think there is something lacking a little bit there with Marvin Harrison Jr. So athletic, so big, so strong, so fast. But there is 
you just don't feel him the same way maybe we felt some guys in the past. Like even like I remember Mike Williams at Clemson, and it just felt like there was something about when he was on the field, everyone you know on their couch, everyone watching the TV was looking for him, and you could tell everyone on the field felt him like where he was going. It was just mm-hmm. he was the guy, and he knew it, and he was kind of willing to be a dog and get down and dirty. I don't know if Harrison's that guy yet. It doesn't feel like it, but you know, I think that's why Odunze and some of these other guys have crept up on him because they're just different types of guys. You feel them a little more. Yeah. So Jarvis. Wait. Well, I didn't have anything to add to it. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe you had a hot take. I was going to give you a second to throw it out there. Oh no, I'm just, a, I mean, I've, I've mentioned it before. I think the aspect of, as we get through the process very early on through, you know, September through like November or so, so much of it is okay. There's kind of a consensus buildup in these early media mock drafts kind of stays the same as we get into December, January, um, teams start having more inputs coming from coaches, from their higher level scouts. They actually start to build their boards a little bit. Uh, media is going to start to get leaks from them, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it kind of opens up the door for that level of uncertainty where, you know, if you were to say anything against Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver one throughout the year, you're going to get the gam treatment and everyone's going to be jumping down your throat over it. Um, but now that we have information coming out from teams and we're kind of drifting into a more knowledgeable area, we're going to see a lot more of this oh, maybe this guy's not actually wide receiver one. You know, this is the same reason I made that Daniels bet is is as we get through this process and this information comes out, things are going to shift very rapidly over the next couple of months. And we've got to be very tuned into that of, okay, out of nowhere, hey, guess what? Jonathan Mango is worth a second round pick or late first. And it's like, where did that come from? You know, and it's going to happen. Um, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and and don't forget about Keon Coleman. He's going to creep into this conversation too. Just reminding you guys, don't forget about him. It's coming. That's going to do it, guys. So thank you again for tuning into this episode of the Sick Pod with Draft Vogel. Back at it here in a couple days. Shane, get us out of here. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Draft Vogel on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. 